Super Talk Mississippi media production. This is Rebecca Turner, and thank you for listening to the Good Things Podcast here on Super Talk Mississippi. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. Well, I'm going to Mississippi. Mississippi, here I come. You're listening to Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Well, I'm going to Mississippi. Mississippi, here I come. Bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and things to do. Now, now, here's Rebecca. Good afternoon, Super Talk Mississippi. You are tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the good things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. We are joined by Will in studio today. Now, don't forget to make a Mississippi destination vacation part of your summer plans. Go to visitmississippi.org to learn more. And today on Good Things, we are catching up with a friend that we haven't seen since... 2019, maybe, or the beginning of 2020. It's Miss Angela Millette. She is out there working her tail off for the good of drug reform. And now she's the director of outreach for End It For Good. And I was going to go back through, Angela, and share all the sort of roles you have played in this specific field here in Mississippi, here on Good Things. But they, I didn't write them down, and it's too long of a list. But this is your, this is your latest sort of, uh, I guess, I wouldn't call it passion project, but your, your latest position is director of outreach for End It For Good. So welcome back. Thank you, Rebecca. I'm glad to be back. Well, it's good to actually have you here and see you face to face. Also good to know that even the pandemic couldn't slow down all the good work that's going around with celebrating recovery, helping people with active addiction. But now your new you know, passion in life, and I feel like purpose through it all, is to sort of help with the reform on um, the policy side. So what led you to this position as director of outreach for End It For Good? And what does that mean, End It For Good? So End It For Good is a, a local nonprofit based out of Ridgeland, and uh, so we're, we're native here to Mississippi, and our, our goal and our mission is to switch from a criminal response to addiction and drug use to a health-based response. And I think all of the work that I've done over the years and that I've come and been able to share with you about it kind of leads up in culmination to, to this work, and that is changing the way that we as our state, as a society, respond to people who are struggling with drug use. And, and so that that's our goal is to we travel around the state, we host community discussions, and we invite people in communities across the state to come and sit down and take a look at like where how did we arrive at this place where we respond to drug use in a criminal way? And then how do we zoom all the way out and say, okay, is this really working? And are there better ways we can do this? Well, I was looking on the website, enditforgood.org, and I one of right there on the beginning, it talks about the fact that we collectively as Americans have waged a war on drugs for now through the criminal justice system for about a hundred years now, Mm -hmm. which is mind boggling to me, just as someone who obviously hadn't been around a hundred years. But, you know, if you don't have someone who has a loved one that has walked through active addiction or been on the criminal side of it, you may not even realize what all is going on with it. But to think for a hundred years we have been at war with, you know, uh, drug use through the criminal justice system, and we are losing that war, it feels like, or you would would assume so, um, makes you realize that maybe there's a, a, a different approach is needed. Yeah, and, you know, so I don't want to discredit, before we jump into this, like, I don't want to discredit that there's 
thousands of people out there, both inside the criminal justice system and outside, lawmakers, everyday citizens, treatment providers who are doing good work and they're helping people. But at the rate that addiction is rampant across our country and and the rate of intake of people into that system, it's just not manageable to do the max amount of good. Um, so I don't want to discredit, you know, there's lots of people who have given their whole careers to ha- trying to help people. And what I think has happened and what we believe and end it for good is that for a hundred years now, we've had good people with really, really good intentions, wanting to see Mississippi better, wanting to see our country better, but we've had bad laws. And when you take good people with good intentions, but you have bad laws, you're always gonna get harmful outcomes. And and so what we want to do is is try to look at the issue from a 30,000 foot view and say, how do we just rethink this? And and are there are there other ways that we can consider responding to these kind of issues? Um, so there's a book called Chasing the Scream. This is kind of how I got introduced just into this idea of like, hmm, maybe this war on drugs thing is, is not working. Can we first like maybe um, explain what was the war on drugs? Like whenever a hundred years ago, I know people with good intentions was like, we're going to war with drugs because it's ruining our communities and tearing apart our families. And I mean, all rightfully so, you, you know, you think you think, you know, we're, we're going to rush in, we're going to save the day, you know, we're going to war. It's something bad. It's something evil. And it I mean, it is. But what was that war? And then maybe what was the, you know, unforeseen circumstances that, you know, that sort of started spiral snowball after that ended up causing maybe, you know, a bigger a bigger issue than what there was to begin with? Yeah. So, well, one experiment we can we can take a look at was alcohol prohibition. Right. So in in the early 1920s, our country completely outlawed alcohol. And and what happened? So it was it was an epic disaster. <laughs> we saw that people did not want to give up alcohol. Yep. And and while alcohol did cause some harm, um, for the most part, the vast majority of, of people in America used alcohol and did not have harm in their lives. Uh, so we outlawed alcohol. And what we saw was tons of law abiding businessmen and women who owned you know, breweries and taverns and and restaurants and bar establishments they had to close their doors because now it's illegal uh and and that's all into the the distribution side of it as well they all had to close their doors and then we see the rise of al capone and we immediately shifted because the demand did not go away it just went underground it just went underground underground and we shifted over to now a black market and al capone is making millions and law-abiding citizens are closing their doors and we all have a bootlegger in our family tree yeah (laughs) definitely (laughs) it's it's bragging rights for some some places around mississippi some some families trees haven't stopped sprouting them so you know yeah so uh Immediately, when you know, I think twelve years later, they repealed prohibition, and um, 
and then we now can operate the alcohol market, production, distribution, branding, and in our legal economy again. So, so if you look at that today, let's just look at alcohol. You do not see the CEO of Heineken going over and shooting out the CEO of Coors, right? <laughs> that, that, <laughs> that shouldn't be funny, but yes. But, I mean, if they, if they have like a, a brand infringement or you know some some issue, some distribution contract issue, they handle it in court because it's now a legal regulated market and can operate as so. And then all uh, the other drugs is sort of underground. You have the cartel sort of world, black market, you know. Right. Scary stuff. So so after after alcohol prohibition, um, the attention, the focus was shifted to narcotics and and they outlawed substances like heroin and cocaine and, and then eventually marijuana. And the demand for those substances did not go away and just went underground. The same thing that happened with alcohol. Uh, but here's a funny thing that happened with heroin and cocaine. Um, when you prohibit a substance, there's this thing called the iron law of prohibition. Have you ever heard of that? Educate us. Right, so, I love new vocabulary words. So uh, there's a this phenomenon that happens called the iron law of prohibition is that anytime you prohibit a substance or make it illegal, but there's still a demand for it, there's an automatic increase in potency. Right. And you can you can kind of see this play out at any college football stadium on a Saturday where alcohol is not allowed inside the stadium. <gasps> they, so it's, you know, you do you do you do, you do a double shot instead of a single shot and outside <laughs> because you just got to last. Right. So if you're outside tailgating, you're drinking. I mean, I've just witnessed it. I wouldn't know. <laughs> if people are outside tailgating, they're drinking beer, right? Yeah. But at game time and kickoff when you go inside where alcohol is prohibited and you have to smuggle a substance, all of a sudden now you're smuggling, you know, 40% alcohol by volume, which is hard liquor. Because if you have to smuggle it, you need the biggest bang for the biggest buck. So that's an illustration of this iron law of prohibition, right? So when you outlawed substances like heroin and cocaine and they they have to go underground now, the potency immediately increases. So rather than having low dosage, less harmful substances, now that they're being smuggled, they're really strong and powerful and, and killing tens of thousands of people across the country right and i would say you know we're getting a few texts that are asking you know is the point to like legalize drugs or whatever because now you do have the higher potency and there's a lot of more addictive chemicals i think what angel is doing here is just laying the frame the framework of where the hundred year war on drugs went wrong and right. that how now we're in the midst of it and that we can end it for good by sort of shifting the way that we help those that find themselves addicted to these substances not make them all legal and back and fancy free. Is that fair? That is fair. And we yeah, can dive into that yeah, when we, we come will. back. That and more, just to clarify that okay. <laughs> here on Good Things coming up next.
From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny skies, high near 71. Tonight, partly cloudy, low around 50. Your Tuesday, mostly sunny, high near 73. Tuesday evening, partly cloudy, low around 44. Wednesday, sunny skies, high near 68. And for your Thursday, sunny skies, high near 73. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha Outboard dealer in Brandon. Tired of being gone from home all week? If so, Union Corrugating has an immediate need for Class A CDL drivers in the Vicksburg area. Competitive pay, paid time off, 401k match, plus medical and dental benefits. Right, right now, there's, there's a $5,000 sign-on bonus to all Class A CDL drivers that join our team. Call 1-888-661-0577 or visit Indeed.com. Union Corrugating, a leading manufacturer of metal roofing, an equal opportunity employer. Family Termite is a proud VIP sponsor of the Handyman Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Mississippi's handyman Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from 10 till noon. This is Brent Calloway. Since 1954, Calloway's has been family owned and operated. Located in Gludstadt, just south of Germantown High. Calloway's has everything you need to make your yard and garden beautiful. From trees, shrubs, and color plants to bulk soils for delivery and pickup. Callaway's has special pricing on outdoor patio furniture with all the new 2021 collections in stock and arriving. A farmer's market is open, full of fresh fruits, vegetables, and local honey, and the best tomatoes in town. Callaway's will have farm fresh produce seven days a week. Callaway's offers bulk soils for delivery and pickup. We also offer landscaping. Our designers, Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle, can design and install your landscape from a small job to a total transformation. Just give us a call to discuss your landscaping needs. Visit Callaway's in Gludstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. Callaway's is, Callaway's is, everything for home and garden. That's what Callaway's is. Hi, I'm Shelby with Two Men in a Truck. Did you know that we aren't your regular moving company? We are equipped to move you across the country or even as easy as across town. Call us today for a free quote at 601-853-9644 or at twomenandatruck.com. I'm Dr. Micah Walker, founding physician at NewCare MD. We provide concierge medicine that everyone can afford. We do this by eliminating middlemen and restoring focus on the patient-physician relationship. For a low monthly fee, less than the average cost of a cell phone, you get access to unlimited clinic visits, wholesale medications and labs, and even telehealth. It doesn't take an act of Congress to get affordable health care. Learn more about health care the way it should be at NewCareMD.com. Where Mississippi comes to talk. The JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays 10 to 1. Here on Super Talk Mississippi. Making your afternoon just a little brighter. It's Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi. has so many good places for you and your family to eat, stay, and play. Take some time today to go to visitmississippi.org to explore a little more. And we're exploring more with our friend Angela. She's the Director of Outreach for End It For Good. And before we 
I felt like we were a great conversation, maybe gotten off in the weeds just a little bit about like how that hundred year war on drugs has not been working was kind of the point we were getting mm-hmm. getting at to the end. And to me it's very interesting to see when you do take that sort of thirty thousand, you know, foot view of something and try to see how all the pieces come together because sometimes we do get consumed with just the acute phase of the problem we're in at the moment. And I think we can all agree that, you know, there there are a lot of families who are struggling and drowning. With with active addiction or, you know, trying to process the criminal criminal justice system because of because of an active addiction and, you know, and, and trying just to figure out a better way. And I think that's what End It For Good is doing. And that's good things, in my opinion. So these conversations that you're going around the state to have, like how, who's coming to them? And then maybe what are some of the positive things that get sparked while, while you're having them? Yeah, so they we host community discussions and we we will we've done 22 of them around the state over the past couple of years and you know over a thousand people have come and we we host we have dinner and we sit down and do a presentation to look at the history of the war on drugs and then we we ask the questions where's the harm coming from and then after the presentation we you know go around the room and it, it's a legitimate discussion and everyone gets a chance with the microphone and to share their thoughts and so who comes uh, we have we have teachers come we have leaders in the faith community we have law enforcement come we have um, university professors we i'm trying to think of all the people that were in hattiesburg two weeks ago which is a huge wide variety people in recovery parents who've lost children to the disease of addiction uh bankers you name it they were they were all there treatment professionals were there and and you is know, it hard to get the conversation started at first? Because I feel like it's one of those that everybody wants to actively participate in that that shows mm-hmm. up, but it's kind of nerve wracking. It's kind of scary, right, to be the first one to raise your hand and say something with something that can still have a lot of stigma, but still a lot of emotional, you know, attachment to it. If you are a parent who has lost their child to addiction, or you know. Um, so what's the atmosphere sort of like? Do y'all play a good icebreaker game, or is it just sort of dive right in? <laughs> it was so funny. The last one, uh, when we went to pass the microphone around, um, one of my coworkers, Jennifer, came to the table that I was sitting at and handed it to me. And I'm like, oh, man, this looks terrible. I work here, and I'm passing the mic on the first go-round. But I didn't, you know, we had just spoke, so I didn't want to be the first one to speak. Uh, the The atmosphere is, you know, is very comfortable. We purposefully try to make it an inviting space where everyone has the opportunity to disagree or agree or, you know, be somewhere in the middle. And, you know, I think anywhere is always nerve wracking to be the first person to speak. But by the end of the discussion, the the sentiment is always universal. And that is what we're doing is not working. And we want to look at other ways. Now, what those what the end game looks like, you know, we don't know. We don't know exactly what that looks like. There's a whole menu of options that that we as Mississippians, even at the local city level, there's a whole menu of options that people that we could do to respond differently. And those look like harm reduction programming, uh, decriminalization, regulation, you know, expanding access to treatment in a broader way. There's a whole list of things that we could do. And it's probably going to take a combination of 
many of them. Exactly. I know one that's, you know, one good thing making headlines is drug court versus, you know, going straight into this. this, But that's only one piece of it. And I think so often those of us who are lucky enough not to have family members or walk through active addiction ourselves are quick to go, yeah, 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 that'll fix it. And then let's move on. But until you stop to really realize this affects us all, whether we realize it or not, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, because when we have um, neighbors hurting or, you know, the people in our commuting community who are struggling and hurting, then they're that's people who aren't getting up and going to work or getting up and making innovations or getting up and being the parents they can be. I mean, they need us to sort of figure out a way to sort of help end it, if, if, they, if that makes sense. That's right. Um, I'm. I am always a big cheerleader of drug court. I'm a a graduate of drug court in Madison County, and it completely changed my life and gave me a foundation to be able to start over and be a better citizen, be a better be a better service in my community, and and like be a better mom. You know, and that would have not have happened had I been sent to prison for the things that happened in my active addiction, and so. Yes, to drug courts. I'm so glad you brought that up. Yeah, but that's a piece of the pie. Like, that's not the only end-all, be-all. And I think that's – we can't look at it as there's just going to be one fix to it, that there's going to be, you know, multiple sort of uh, approaches uh, to it uh, to – to give people the opportunity or to catch them at different stages. Yeah. Would that be fair? And to catch them at different stages, but then to also realize that – that when someone is in problematic substance use that it's because they're hurting in some capacity and and there are mental health professionals who can handle that um so yeah so when you talk about that menu of option i'm I'm curious because i know coming up y'all have other dates for um end it for good as well as an opportunity i think tonight to jump on a call which i want to get into as well to be a part of it um what's if someone's listening to good things and they think, wow, this is great to be part of the discussion, but are these people who just meet to eat and talk and then nothing sort of happens next? Or is there's an actual like action agenda or things that we can get involved with to see it through? You know, I mean, you know how it is. It can be yeah. with think tanks. So to <clears throat> our next events are will be in West Point, Mississippi on April 29th. And then after that, we're going to Pascagoula on June 10th and then Biloxi on July 22nd. And, you know, I can come, I'll happily come back and remind you when those dates are coming up. Um, but the next steps are, are, engaging in whatever way people are comfortable with. Some people come to the discussions and they're like, yep. I get it and I see it and they're on board and you've created you know an advocate for from from now on the net but some people come and they engage and they're like well we want to do this in in another town and so they can go and invite 15 or 20 people to another discussion in another city and we'll go do that there Um, sometimes they can write op-eds they can, you know, start sharing information on their social media accounts or with their network of influence or invite us to come speak at, at organizations that they're a part of. And we're not asking anyone to sign on the dotted line. There's there's no political agenda, you know, even this even though this does have have tentacles in policy um we're not supporting a candidate. We're not trying to get anyone to vote a specific way. We just want there to be 
conversation happening about what's a better way to respond to this. And I would say, too, for those that maybe are just have your, you know, your arms crossed and your eyes rolled and, Mm -hmm. you know, still have that sort of mindset, you are a thousand percent, you know, right to have that if that's what you want. But still at least be bullheaded enough to have the conversation with someone who's willing to maybe open your eyes to other other routes or avenues to maybe soften the way you think about, you know, the way things are sort of handled, because we can all come back again to the fact that we've been having this war for a 100 years, mm-hmm. and it it hasn't fixed it. Yeah. It's like, you know, we're still sort of, we still have families who are struggling. Yeah, I, I've just read about the overdose death rates for 2020, and, and, and they're higher like 10,000 or more people than in 2019 have died. So I think now we're over 80,000 overdose deaths. And it's like, where's the end game to this? At some point, it's got that something has to be different. Something has to be done. Um, so, Which here on Good on. Things, we love to celebrate recovery because you hear yeah. things like that. And, you know, that's one way we've gotten to know Angela over over the last couple of years here is bringing those stories of hope. Because I think part of the problem with the war on drugs was so often, you know, we were just beaten with all of these terrible statistics and all the sad news mm-hmm. and all of the, you know, um, the criminal activity that does happen within at least the distribution of drugs and the manufacturing of the drugs underground that you do sort of create this hardened heart for for it's just the mob or it's just you know red wrecks on the street or whatever and you forget that it's bled into just you know our everyday um, neighborhoods and it's our children and it's our coworkers and it's you know there's real lives that are being you know impacted impacted by it but they have hope yeah because if the you know recovery is available for for everyone and there's an end to every war which we hope to have soon with the war on drugs we have a little bit more coming up next with angela For all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services. Glass Networks, they're going to try and steer you to use their own glass shop. Well, you could tell your insurance you want to use Venable Glass, and there'll be no additional cost to them to get the highest quality glass. Venable Glass is locally owned and operated, and they do windshield replacement and rock repair right there in their shops, or they'll even come to you in the Tri-County area for free. That's right, free mobile service. At Venable Glass, they also do frameless and frame shower doors, mirrors cut to size, and installed. Picture frame glass, table and desktops, insulated glass, plexiglass, commercial storefronts and doors, and heavy equipment glass. Venable Glass, they'll come out and give you a free estimate. They want to work hard for your business. Venable Glass, open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and on Saturday, 8 to noon. Hey, there's two locations, too, in Ridgeland at 660 Highway 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive South in Crossgates. Check them out on the web at www.venableglass.com. Remember, for all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services, 601-605-4443. 
Hi, this is Dale Danks with Danks, Miller & Corey. With more than 100 years of combined experience, we have the expertise to handle even the most complicated matters. When you need a lawyer to fight for you, don't compromise. Contact us online at DanksMillerCorey.com. Gallo here for the professionals at Watkins Construction and Roofing. I got to know these guys over the summer when just about everybody in the neighborhood replaced roofs from a spring storm. To keep a small roof problem from getting bigger, call the pros that can find damage the untrained eye can't. Watkins Construction and Roofing, the state's largest roofer. And there's a simple reason for that, customer satisfaction. Get a free inspection and they won't ask for upfront deposits. 601-966-8233, WatkinsConstructionInc.com. Grass growing season is in full swing, and Hartley Equipment in Gluckstadt is your one-stop outdoor equipment shop. Hartley has teamed up with Skag Lawnmowers to offer you the best deals of the year during their annual Skag Open House event. This sale will run Monday, April 19th through Saturday, April 24th. All week long, Hartley will have huge discounts on all Skag walk-behinds, stand-ons, and zero-turn mowers. Hartley has the perfect Skag Lawnmower for the small residential yard or large estate owner. Commercial grass cutters will also receive additional discounts on any purchases during this week-long sale. On top of all these savings, all Skag mowers are eligible for 0% financing with no money down as well as mow now, pay later financing options. Each purchase will come with a free first service and free delivery. Stop by Hartley Equipment in Gluckstadt April 19th through the 24th and see for yourself why Skag mowers are simply the best. This is owner Cameron Hartley reminding you that when it comes to your lawn equipment needs, shop smartly, shop Hartley. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. Homestyle plates full of catfish, shrimp, and rib tips, just to name a few. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. I'm Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. An initiative has been filed to expand Medicaid in Mississippi. Tim Moore, president of the State Hospital Association, told Super Talk that the move could benefit more than 200,000 Mississippians. Now, numerous studies have been shown, and about two-thirds of those individuals are actually working. Some of them more than one job, sometimes three jobs, but they're all part-time jobs, so they have no access to care. Should the initiative receive enough signatures, it would appear on the ballot in 2022. And as the gun control debate heats up in Washington, Mississippi Commissioner of Public Safety Sean Tyndall says law-abiding gun owners aren't the issue. A lot of the issues that we have with firearms and violence come with people that have mental health issues. So if we want to address something, let's try to address mental health um, and let's try to make sure that criminals don't have access to guns. To check out the full interview with Commissioner Tyndall, find us online at supertalk.fm. Stephen Gagliano, Supertalk Mississippi News. In response to COVID-19, Pine Grove Behavioral Health and Addiction Services is offering telehealth services. During this time, health and safety are important, which is why they've expanded their offerings to include telehealth services for children, adolescents, and adults. They have outpatient teletherapy sessions available, and Pine Grove also expanded its telehealth services to include its intensive outpatient program, drug treatment program. Also, all Pine Grove Evaluation Center services are available via telehealth. Patients may call Pine Grove's National Service Center at 888-574-HOPE or visit pinegrovetreatment.com. C Spire 5G. We're building a fast, powerful 5G network to bring you faster phones. You heard right. C Spire 5G. Phones. Faster. Saying it anymore would be. C Spire 5G. Faster phones. No bull. For a limited time, get our best 5G phone free with trade in. 
The JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Guiding you through the middle of your day with facts, fodder, and fine music. Weekdays at 10 on Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fm. Keeping you up to date with news, weather, and politics that affect you and your family. Super Talk Mississippi News. Your news all the time. On air and online. Super Talk Mississippi News at supertalk.fm. Rebecca Turner. She's smart and pretty. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. delay on planning a Mississippi getaway. Head on over to visitmississippi.org and explore a little more. We hope you've explored the idea of concerts are finally returning to Mississippi April 24th. That is this coming up weekend, this Saturday. You can catch the Twilight Concert Series. It's going to be over eight hours of music in the beautiful Renaissance at Colony Park in Ridgeland. You're going to hear the Almond Betts Band, Cedric Burnside and more. So take advantage of this incredible event. There are still some VIP seating Available so you can get your tickets now at Ticketmaster.com or by visiting Ardenland.net. And we are going to continue our conversation with Miss Angela. She's the director of outreach for End It for Good. And that is how, what would be your one-liner for End It for Good when people ask you, Angela? What what does your organization do? We encourage Mississippians to consider or we invite Mississippians to consider switching from a criminal response to drugs to a health-based response. So when I hear health-based, I put my dietitian hat on and I'm mm-hmm. like, ooh, they drink kale smoothies and they go for walks <laughs> and we <laughs> well, and there's salads and there's steamed vegetables and all the things which, you know, I mean, that's just my simple mind, right, that, go, that goes to, the, to that r- respect. And I'm sure there's other people who think, huh, what do you mean by health-based response? So how do you explain that? Health-based response, uh, first and foremost, means under the care of a doctor. Um, but it can also mean under the care of mental health professionals, where whether that's in a, you know, a treatment setting or in an outpatient setting. Um, but it is it is health-based response means treating substance use as a health issue, not a criminal one. And, and, and there's prongs of that in, in all aspects of the health community. But before we, real yeah. quick, Rebecca, before we dive in uh, back into our professional work, I, I wanted two things to say. Um, you've mentioned several times about taking a trip within Mississippi. And mm-hmm. so I took a trip recently. I've taken this trip several times, and I love doing it, is to drive over to Vicksburg. Mm-hmm. And and there's an Airbnb above a bookstore. It's called Lorelei Books. And the lady that owns the bookstore also owns this loft up above it, and it's amazing. It's been, it's this really super old building that's been redone, and it's a it's an awesome getaway. I love to go over there and just to walk around downtown and eat and, you know, go to 10 South and then hang out in the bookstore. So That's pretty cool. Yeah. And what's the second thing? The second thing is I owe you a thank you because you posted. Well, you're welcome. Yeah, you posted <laughs> in in our little Facebook group the other day. Cause, you know, I I feel like I'm a, the top fan of the good things you Facebook are. group. You said, "Hey, I don't know who needs to hear this, but your clothes are still in the dryer." And I was walking out of my door, and I I got in the car and I looked down at my phone and looked at it and saw that and was like, "Dead gummit." 
It's true, so though. I went back in there, and I they never, were still in the dryer. Well, she gives a good segue to say, if you are not a part of the Good Things Facebook group, this is why you should. I can save your laundry, mm-hmm. <laughs> among with other things, and give you great uh, headlines that sometimes get missed about the good that's going on in our state, um, and then just to have some fun. But every now and then, you'll be scrolling your social media feed, and you'll find like a meme or something that literally just makes you laugh out loud because you just feel so seen, and then you also feel very guilty. Mm-hmm. And so... There's a good, and I knew it when I posted it. I was like, there is a good chance that I am not the only one who is living life right now with clothes that have been left in the dryer for God knows how long. And even listening to the show now, some of you are going, oh my gosh, I am so guilty. There are clothes or towels or sheets or something that made it successfully from the washing machine into the dryer and no further and then no further and if they got completely dried it's completely a different level because sometimes you have to go back and run them for you know a few more minutes or whatever but it, but what that shows me and one thing I do love about hosting good things and having these sometimes you know t- t- difficult conversations because active addiction is nothing fun to talk about or, or silly but it's the fact that we are all so much a lot more alike than we are different mm-hmm. and everyone I know the expression has a rock in their shoe can be kind of a silly one because some have boulders <laughs> compared to, you know, others. But the thing is, is, you know, we are we are all going through life. We all have days where we forget to get the clothes out of the dryer. We all have roadblocks and stumbling blocks along the way. But we can all, with collective help, pull ourselves back up and be, you know, moving forward. And I think that's what the celebration of recovery should be at least in our state and is and a little bit louder than I think sometimes it gets its credit because there are so many people on the ground like you Angela and others that are helping families you know in the cycle of addiction in their lives and go on to 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 remember the well maybe not remember the <laughs> not remember the clothes but at least be there for the clothes to be in the dryer if that makes sense yeah my name is Angela and I leave my clothes in the dryer <laughs> when I do not intend to uh, yes so. That leads us to to talk about a listening session that we're hosting mm-hmm. tonight. Um, part of the there's a national organization called the Recovery Advocacy Project, and it's it is a a group of recovery advocates and then people in long term recovery like myself who are organizing at a national level to to help help other people get have their voices heard and to learn what's happening in the communities and what the needs are in their specific communities because you know i live here in jackson and and we have access to services here uh you know they're not the best in the world there could always be more but for the most part you know people in the recovery community like you have a lot more access to things here like sober housing aa meetings na meetings celebrate recovery treatment if you need it mental health services but in more in some of the rural parts of the state that's not the case at all and so we are hosting these listening sessions and inviting people from all over the state to come on with us it's a zoom call for one hour tonight is at six o'clock and uh, we want to hear like what are the needs of people in recovery throughout the state Uh, because i can sit over here and and you know pontificate on this is what mississippi needs it's a very big word on a monday but uh, yeah it is (laughs) i'm surprised i got it out (laughs) but yeah i can sit up here and 
and speculate on what I think the needs are. But someone who's in Tupelo, Mississippi, or down in Pascagoula might say, no, this is happening here, and this is what we need help with. And it's a way to share ideas, share solutions, and and just hear what are the needs across the state. And so, so how do we join that? Um, you can go to my Facebook page. It's Angela Mallet, M-A-L-L-E-T-T-E, and I will post the link to join us tonight at 6 p.m. And can you be, if you just want to be anonymous? Yes, you can be anonymous. You can can join on and, you know, don't put your name on your little Zoom link. Just have it... Uh, be anonymous or have put your initials well there's probably a good chance to angela and this may not be your current work with um end it for good but that is listening and they're like wow she's she's talking directly to my rural community you know mm-hmm. i have a family member or maybe myself and I, we've been struggling there's just no resources or maybe there's no insurance or whatever the i i would i would go and get help but dot 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 right where would be at least a good place that maybe they have never heard of or thought about to at least start if they are maybe ready to to take that first step to just at least getting some help yeah so shoot me a message and i'm always happy to help whether it's on on facebook or instagram you know just reach out and and share what's going on whether it's a a child that you're dealing with or a person who's struggling themselves just reach out and i'm happy to point you in the right direction if i don't know the answer i will find someone who who can help you and you know that whether that's we need access to funding to be able to go to treatment you're needing narcan because you've got someone who's using and you're afraid they may overdose or maybe you just need help finding a sponsor um whatever those questions are there there's a network of us out there who can who can help point you in the right direction and you can start by just just finding me on Facebook and sending me a message, or uh, you can also reach out to Stand Up Mississippi. Stand Up Mississippi is still, still going, and there that's a direct link to Department of Mental Health, so either one of those. And I say that, always take that opportunity, because it does take that first step for someone to get a little curious about how to get a loved one help or get themselves help, so that we can end up celebrating your story of recovery or your family's story, because there are so many stories to to celebrate um, in that world, and it is possible mm-hmm. for for um, for you to have recovery long term. Totally possible. Yeah, it and then you so just fun. get back in the fight with, or I say the fight. That's not the right words. We're not at war anymore. What are we? If we're not at war, what are we? We're, <laughs> we're at in, peace. We're at peace. <laughs> well, I don't think we're at peace with drugs. I don't know. The terminology uh, see is part of, part of the problem, yeah, right? Yeah, it, it really is. <laughs> but we at least want to find solutions, right, to end the war on drugs and you can be a part of that conversation several ways to do that how do we get in touch with all the things that you guys are doing over at end it for good and then take part in the call tonight so go to www.enditforgood.com and if you want to be part of the call tonight go to my facebook page that's angela mallet and i will post the link all righty stick with us we got a few more good things for you coming up next
If your vehicle is ever damaged in a collision, please listen carefully. At Clinton Body Shop, we are OEM factory certified with more than 20 national and international manufacturers. In fact, we are Central Mississippi's only Volvo certified auto body repair shop and we are the first BMW certified independent repair facility in the southern region. And our Richland location is Mississippi's only Subaru certified repair facility. Look, if some of the most prestigious automakers in the world certify Clinton Body Shop, shouldn't you choose them for your repair? Clinton Body Shop in Clinton and Richland. Certified by the company that made your car to repair your car with OEM factory parts. Go to ClintonBodyShop.com. It's about your family's safety and your car's value. That's ClintonBodyShop.com. Grass growing season is in full swing, and Hartley Equipment in Gluckstadt is your one-stop outdoor equipment shop. Hartley has teamed up with Skag Lawnmowers to offer you the best deals of the year during their annual Skag Open House event. This sale will run Monday, April 19th through Saturday, April 24th. All week long, Hartley will have huge discounts on all Skag walk-behinds, stand-ons, and zero-turn mowers. Hartley has the perfect Skag Lawnmower for the small residential yard or large estate owner. Commercial grass cutters will also receive additional discounts on any purchases during this week-long sale. On top of all these savings, all Skag mowers are eligible for 0% financing with no money down as well as mow now, pay later financing options. Each purchase will come with a free first service and free delivery. Stop by Hartley Equipment in Gluckstadt April 19th through the 24th and see for yourself why Skag mowers are simply the best. This is owner Cameron Hartley reminding you that when it comes to your lawn equipment needs, shop smartly, shop Hartley. This is the closing agri-market report. At the close of New York Cotton Exchange, July cotton was down 32 to 84.71. October cotton was up 18 to 83.58. Close of Chicago Board of Trade, July soybeans were up 14 cents to 14.36 and a half per bushel. August soybeans were up 12 and three quarters to 13.93 three quarters per bushel. May corn was up six and a half to five ninety-two per bushel. July corn was up six and three quarters to five eighty and a half per bushel. At the mercantile, June live cattle was down fifty-seven to one eighteen sixty. August live cattle was down fifty to one eighteen sixty-five. August feeders down one seventy-seven to one fifty-two seventy-seven. September feeders down one sixty-seven to one fifty-four fifty-two. And at this hour, the Dow Jones is down one hundred seventy-one points, thirty-four thousand thirty. I'm Dixon Williams. This is Super Talk Mississippi Agri News Network. Your business may not be a Fortune 500 company yet. You've worked hard to grow your business to where it is today, but are the manual processes that worked when you were smaller now eating into your man hours? As an iSolve network provider, MWG Employer Services can help you save time and money by streamlining the processes of administration of your HR, payroll, time, and benefits, as well as training your personnel to efficiently manage your human capital through one platform. Want to find out more? Visit MWGEmployerServices.com. Well, if you ask me, there's only one way to handle agribusiness insurance. It's got to be personal. You know, the way Triangle Insurance does it. They make a point to come visit my business and do an annual risk assessment every year. And they make sure everything's covered correctly. Yeah, an email can't see what you're going through, right? It's got to be face-to-face. Triangle Insurance. We write agribusiness insurance right. To learn more, call 800-894-5020. 
Real talk for real Mississippians. The JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays 10 to 1 on Super Talk Mississippi. Rebecca Turner. She's smart and pretty. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. So many good things to do across the state. Take some time today to go to visitmississippi.org and explore. I hope you've explored our new website here at Supertalk. You can listen to good things on supertalk.fm. You can also listen to all the shows that you like there as well as watch them live on Supertalk TV. You can even find all of our shows in podcast form right there at supertalk.fm. So take some time today and go explore a little more. If you would like more too, you can watch us not just at supertalk.fm, but you can watch Supertalk Mississippi on your computer, your mobile devices. You can watch it on Roku, Amazon Fire TV. We're even Channel 70 on the C Spire TV. So if you would like uh, to watch that and flip flat flip-flop back and forth through the Weather Channel, which are two great channels, News and Weather. News and Weather, right there on your C Spire TV. But you can find all that and more, again, over at supertalk.fm slash connect. But here on Good Things, we have a lot of fun over on our Good Things Facebook uh, group, which if you're on the Book of Faces, you might as well just go ahead and join us. I mean, you're scrolling through it anyway. At least have some fun and see um, some good headlines. You will see that Mississippi's um, own Deshaun on American Idol last night made it to the top nine so now he needs our votes I think it's open to the public voting so I have shared from um, Jackson State's page which where he is a uh, I don't think he's an alum I think he's a current um, student there and part of the sonic boom I'm sure he's pressed pause on that right now so he can go and be awesome on American Idol but um, there are instructions for ways that you can vote you can go to American idol.com slash vote and then follow all the things or you can text seven to the number because he's number seven for the voting and I think it will end during the final commercial break maybe or maybe that was during last night's um, things but you can still go and vote before next week so anyway pretty cool pretty cool I did have a friend though that texted me and said please stop doing American Idols American Idol spoilers on the good things Facebook group and I'm sorry boo but you shouldn't look if you've DVR'd it and you didn't want to watch it live <laughs> and in prime time because he needs our support now, not when you can catch up with your with your DVR. So I thought that was kind of kind of funny as well. And if you want to be part of television with Mississippi's own Morgan Freeman, there's also a way for you to do that and be part of a film crew there in Natchez. You can find the deets on that over at supertalk.fm, um, or you can also scroll through the Good Things Facebook group. But there are some stipulations and but it gives you ways to become an extra they'll even pay you if you meet the qualifications so that's pretty cool that's pretty nice pretty nice i wouldn't mind being an extra but i've said it all the time if morgan if i was an extra for morgan freeman i would be the worst extra ever because they would be like oh just naturally be whatever and i'd be over here total fangirling it's morgan freeman just say my name just 
will you just say you have reached the mailbox of Rebecca <laughs> <laughs> and let me record it so that way I can have it forever and ever. That would be pretty, pretty awesome. I also heard someone say they would love to have Morgan Freeman do the weather alerts. So like <laughs> when you get your weather alerts, you know, from uh, your apps or whatever it may be, or if it's the instead of the National Weather Service being sort of that robotic tone that comes out if it's Morgan Freeman sort of reading yeah maybe you'll pay attention more to when you get that tornado warning or, tornado or you would, watch. either that or you would just be less concerned with with it all he would have a way of like taking it sort of down a notch but my vote for his voice would be to replace Siri on smartphones now I know you don't have an Apple device will you're a Samsung weirdo do y'all have a version of of Siri yeah, Google Assistant. It's very similar. Um, she doesn't really have a distinct voice, though. Is it your own, or is it more of like a robot, or is it? Yeah, it's more like a robot. I think I don't use it a whole lot. Yeah, I'm not a big. I don't like anybody talking. But I like to be the only woman, the, fe- the only female voice in this sort of sphere as my own. But um, but a lot of people, if you could change it, I think Morgan Freeman's voice would be kind of a neat. So Alexa, you actually can. You can so change- Morgan Freeman. Not to Morgan Freeman. Uh, you can change it to different celebrities. Really? Like, I think Samuel L. Jackson is one. Oh, that's a good one, too. There's a couple other ones out there. I know he's one of the more popular ones, but it basically replaces everything that she says with his voice. I think that's the way it works. I haven't been able to figure it out. But I you, tried to change it. you have Alexa, don't you? You're one yeah, of those. Yeah, I have Alexa, yeah. Do you just have one, or do you now have multiples in different rooms? So I've got an Alexa in my bathroom. But I've also got Creepy. Google Home, so I've got all. I, I have all of them. Have you synced all of your lights and fans and TVs and everything? So I figured out this thing the other day. It has a vacation mode, and it will like flash the lights at a certain time. It will pretend like a dog is barking. Does it check your mail? <laughs> it doesn't. But if it hears sound. If it hears sound while you're in vacation mode, it will send you an alert. Creepy. Very creepy. But hey. But assuring. Kind of assuring as well. There you go. You know, on Home Alone, it worked for him. (laughs) Kept kept the bad guys away at least for a little while. But we want to keep you away at all. You've got more coming up next here on Super Talk. You've got Sports Talk Mississippi from 3 to 6. Rhino and I will be back tomorrow at 2. But until then, I hope you all find time for the good things. Talk Mississippi Media Production.